0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Students of Tarot podcast. I had intended to focus today's episode on the history of tarot, specifically the difference between the main tarot systems in use today. We're focusing on card number eight, which is a card that is different in the different systems, and so that was going to be the focus. But as I'm sitting down to record this episode, it is the morning of May 30th, and I live in the United States. And our country is at a crossroads. We've been at this crossroads before, and we've always chosen to maintain the path that we have been on. And as I'm waking up, and awaking for the day and also waking up to the world around us. I wanted to talk a little bit about the inclusive or rather lack of inclusion in tarot. So tarot has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. Some people say thousands Uh, we don't have that history to verify it Um, but based on what we do know for sure we know at least hundreds of years around 600 years so it is a practice and a system and a tool that has been passed down generation to generation And this morning in America, as we think about what we're passing down generation to generation, we can see in the most widely used tarot decks that we still center and focus very much on the white experience. The Rider Waite Smith deck contains images solely focused on white people and the creator of the deck she created this deck as a woman of color and we have continued to use this deck and model decks after this deck since the early since 19 since 19 1906. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Students of Tarot podcast. I was going to talk about the history of tarot, focusing on the differences in the tarot systems that we're using in the modern age. This is episode eight and... Card eight in tarot is where we start to see the divergence of these systems. And I'm going to redirect the history of tarot focus today to the way that Pamela Coleman Smith's, or Pixie as she was affectionately known to her friends, the way that her work was stolen. And used for years with no credit. And as a black woman in metaphysics, this is an all too common occurrence. As a person of color in any environment, work being stolen and presented as the work of a white person is unbelievably common. And in the Rider Waite Smith deck, which I always try to refer to the, the deck as the Rider Waite Smith deck, which maybe we'll even start calling it in the Pamela Coleman Smith deck, the most iconic images were created by a black woman. And then her credit was not given. For years and years, and there was some movement to credit her work, um, sort of in the tarot communities, not enough, but some. But the real focus on crediting her work came when there could still be a profit for it. The focus of the Rider-Waite Smith. Smith Deck by US Game Systems as it relates to public domain is a perfect illustration of how the work of black women is stolen and profited on. And as I record this episode, it is May 30th and I live in America. And last night, many American cities rebelled. And these rebellions are in response to the brutality of police against black bodies in our country. And in tarot... Where we focus on healing and we focus on expanding our experience. And in tarot, when we're focusing on our experience, on enhancing and expanding our consciousness, on connecting with messages that are bigger than us we have the opportunity to ask deep and probing questions. And that's what America needs right now. Deep and probing questions about the systematic destruction of a people based on their skin color and The Rider Waite Smith deck, the Pamela Coleman Smith deck changed the way that Tarot presented and moved through the world. There was it it, the Pamela Coleman Smith deck is one of the major changes in modern tarot. And The drawings, the artistry, the creation of these images focuses on initiated information from the Golden Dawn. And as I sit here today, I wonder what was that organization like for women of color? What was that space like for black women? Was Pamela Coleman-Smith welcomed there? Was there a opportunity for the expansion of consciousness by the inclusion of all people? Or was that group, much like the groups of today, that appropriated and stole the work of Black women and benefited and profited and Put that work forward as their own. And as we use these tarot decks and we reimagine and reinvent this imagery, I hope that we can look at these pictures, these images, these evokings of a response and remember where they came from. Remember who created them, who was the artist behind the image and celebrate that artistry and celebrate the amazing contributions that black people, that black women have made in all of our societies. A lot of the world faces impacts of discrimination on various levels. It looks different everywhere. And for us here in America, we've had enough. And for us as tarot readers... The more light, the more awareness, the more space we can hold for inclusivity, for the celebration of black and indigenous people of color and the work that they've contributed, especially in the metaphysical and mystical sense, the stronger we move forward. If you, as a white person, so as we use tarot to enhance and expand our experience, I want us to remember the responsibility that we have to do better. And when we are viewing the images from that iconic deck, we can lean into remembering the black woman who created those images and celebrating the power and ...vision behind those images. I don't know where we go from here. And people often look at tarot readers as fortune tellers. And for some, that is true. For me, and the use of tarot to dive into the deepest and darkest places... ...in order to shine light into the shadow spaces I know that that's not always easy work and when you connect with someone and provide a tarot reading it's often at not often there are times that you know that the or the seeker is not hearing the information or accepting the information at surface level. And we can't accept things at surface level anymore. We cannot continue to allow and financially support systems of power that steal from Marginalized people. In our modern tarot deck, and one of our very best selling, most popular tarot decks, the artist was never credited. And in her life, Pixie was never given the financial compensation. For the work she created. That became a best-selling product. So for tarot readers out there. For white tarot readers out there. If you are currently reading for profit. If you accept funds for spiritual practice. Today's the day for you to turn around and pay that money forward. If you provide tarot readings using a Rider Waite-Smith tarot deck, seek out black women to pay today. Because your profit, your use of not only tarot, but also other forms of divination tools, other forms of spiritual practices. The amount of appropriation in the spiritual community is unbelievably problematic. And if you profit from work stolen from black people and people of color and indigenous people, pay it forward. Racism and the structures that benefit from it will continue to control us until we, as white people, make the choice to spend our privilege. When we speak to this collective and we speak to energetic work and we speak on the ascension of all and then we center whiteness in our spiritual practices we're getting it all wrong take care of yourselves In this episode, we are discussing key number eight. And this card is the card Strength in the Rider-Waite-Smith deck. And in the Marseille Tarot, it is Justice. And it's often in older decks, also called Fortitude, And today, when strength and justice are so featured as a main focus on people's mind, we can look to this card to provide some insights into what strength is. I'm going to focus on key eight as being strength, but we will also keep justice in the conversation. Today we're going to discuss key number eight or card number eight and in the Rider Waite Smith deck this card is associated with strength and the card strength features a woman and a lion and the focus of strength on love over hate, on compassion and the gentle power that comes from understanding the nature of the beast within all of us is really the focus of this card. In older decks, this card was called Fortitude. And you can see that in some modern decks that return to the focus on the way that strength gets us through hard times, the fortitude that it takes to continue to stay aligned with our highest purposes and use the energy of the beast within us to move forward. As we look at this card and we note that the other systems of tarot interchange this card with justice with key 11 strength and justice as a feature this morning when we look at the strength card and we see that the figure in the card is comfortable placing her hand near the lion's mouth that the fear of destruction or response from the lion is not present. We can be reminded that true strength comes from within us and that the understanding of the most primal parts of self allow us to move from a space where those Places can be used to our advantage and not control us. The focus on strength around maintaining hope and love. Something we can all take with us today. The strength card often features the infinity symbol. And I know there's a word for it, but I always mispronounce it, so I'm not even going to try today. But that symbol of everlasting life, of not even everlasting life, that symbol of infinite connection is a reminder that not only do we walk with the strength that we have cultivated and harnessed here within this experience within this lifetime that strength is connected to infinite divinity that strength comes from a place bigger than us and held within us at the same time strength is one of the cards where the symbol is present. Strength is one of the cards where the symbol is present and the connection between strength and the magician, the harnessing of the tools of power, the harnessing of raw potential is a connection in this card that brings a very strong strength. A very strong feel to any reading this card comes into when you're reading with this right away Smith deck in this episode I'm going to share a two-card spread especially designed to be used by white people and in the spiritual community there is a lot of focus on bettering ourselves, a lot of self journeys, and there's a lot of conversation around community and connection. And in this spread, I'm going to invite us to explore those two concepts as they relate directly to anti-racism work the progress forward only happens by white people acknowledging and dismantling the systems that continue to support the death of black and brown people in this spread you will be exploring one card for guidance and activation around anti-racism work for yourself. And you will pull a second card for guidance, inspiration and activation around anti-racism work for your community. When You're doing this work, whoever you are. And if you are a white person and you pull these cards for yourself, really take some time to explore the message there. Really take the space to ruminate on what it means to spend privilege and to dismantle systems that have directly benefited you simply by the color of your skin these are hard conversations to have with yourself and it is tempting to have the conversation with self and then stop there And that is why the second card is so important. How can your anti-racism work show up in the community? And the very first thing that you can do is reach out to community leaders and amplify voices. Amplify Black voices that are already in your communities doing the work. If you use this spread, and I hope that you do, once you've completed this spread, seek out a black woman to pay for the labor she has provided for the support and information. And seek out trans black men to support, find. If you're a white person and you use this spread, and I really hope that you do, after you've pulled the spread for yourself, please go donate time, money, Likes, shares, posts, time and money. That's really the one, though. Please go and donate to organizations that are doing the work, that are in the spaces, supporting people in anti-racism work. Find organizations that are led by, owned by, ran by black people, black women especially. If you are in this space with me, I thank you for being here. And I will continue to work on my own anti-racism work And I will continue to work on anti-racism work on this page, on these platforms, in this tarot community. I hope that you'll join me.